doesn't take long to be from 17 to being 57. Mm. 40 years just goes like that. You know, now I understand about 90-year-old people who feel like teenagers, you mm -hmm. know, because nothing changes. It's just the body that changes. Yeah. Um, the soul in the body is there at birth and is there at death, mm. and the only thing that's changed is the bodily condition. Mm. Now, I'm going to give my guest a proper introduction, but first, um, I fucked up on the last episode, the mailbag episode. I, I skipped a question. I skipped a question. I thought I didn't, but I skipped one, and it was from a guy that I really like. And I'll say his name because I don't think he cares. But uh, Ryan the Lion, uh, Minnesota, Minnesota's finest. Um, he says, or he asked us, because there was a thing going around on Twitter that you're, it, this happens once a year, where they, people ask, do your pets actually love you? Are pets capable of like loving humans, or do they just see them as sources of food? Right, Like, this guy feeds me, therefore... I am, you know, that's the only thing I see with this guy. Do I, does, do they actually love us the way like a family member would love us? And yeah. um, so what Ryan's asked is saying, you know, quote, your pets don't actually love you was on the timeline the other day, but I go hard the other direction. Could we develop the ability to communicate on an extra sensory level with our pets? Yeah, I do. I do with my cat. Yeah. Well, how? Well, it's like, so he's, we have two, he's the outside one. And then we have an indoor one um, and he, so he likes to go out at night. Sometimes most nights he'll go out at night and then uh, we let him out through the other bedroom window. And uh, most of the time we'll wake up at like five, 6 AM and let him in. And then he'll be stoked to come in. And, um, uh, and that's, yeah, some nights I'll just wake up at like three thirty AM, not even a noise heard or anything. And then I'll go and open the door and he's like right there ready to come in, you know, and I'm just and my girlfriend's like, how'd you know that? And I was like, I just I just knew, you know, I was just. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude, my dog like senses when we're like when my wife and I are talking about something like heavy, you know what I mean? Not like fighting, but when you're just talking about like something, you know, whether if something went wrong in life or something like that, and we're talking about something heavy, he comes up and he'll bring like a toy to us like, hey, like. You guys need some positive. I mean, to him, he, the, his his idea is he thinks his little stupid toy saves the day. But I mean, he you know the idea is there that he's like, I'm gonna help you guys. You know what I mean? I'm I'm here to help you guys. We're not giving him anything. He doesn't want anything. You know what I mean? Like he wants to help. There's no transaction in that relationship. Your pets absolutely love you. I think people are insane if they don't think that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, sir? about uh sorry <laughs> i cut out hey, yeah you cut you you yeah so so I, do your pets actually love you are pets capable of loving you um wow well, love <laughs> yeah I, I yeah i get i guess yeah it's not in a, like a broad sense of a, love do you have pets uh no i don't do you don't have pets well no well then then they don't love you then because you don't have any <laughs> but but gr growing up growing up we did have a we always had like bird different birds parakeets and stuff Whoa. and there was one that that was like super special that it was like on its own in a cage and but the cage was always open so it could just come and go as it wanted mm. and it would just like fly around the house and and interact with you it was that's pretty cool. crazy, like how that's social like it Disney. was. Disney, yeah, that's yeah. like Disney it, level. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like I would sit down to eat, and it would come and like, like perch on the edge of my bowl or my plate or whatever, and like peck at, like peck at my food and stuff, or just like if you were watching a movie, it would like sit on, fly, fly mm -hmm. all the way from the kitchen 
through the house to where, like where the TV was and like sit on your shoulder and watch a movie with you. Yeah. <laughs> that, wait, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. That's, that's amazing. I, cause every parent, like every house I go to that has like birds, they, they're just like in their own little like dome, just like a life doesn't exist outside this like dome, you know, like, and they, it's like a, you know, if they're very like in, in small places and they're like fighting with each other and really loud and stuff. Yeah, the thing with parakeets, I guess, like if you keep a parakeet on its own, then it'll learn to, to like interact with you. But if you keep mm. them in groups, then they just interact with each other. Right. Yeah. You know, they're tribal in that sense. So like, well, I don't know yeah. who those big people are, but <laughs> I got my people here with me. Yeah, absolutely. So that um, we have a, a special guest tonight. Somebody I've wanted to get on for a long time. Um, his name's Eben, and. Uh, you okay walk me through this because you were on tpn I, i've listened i listened to that episode a second time uh, just to because i remember you talked about your living situation you okay. have like you're like terrence mckenna dude like you're up <laughs> in like no like you have like this like i mean it's like terrence mckenna like it, but you're just not even you're just trying to vibe like you're not even like there's no pr project as far as like you know lecturing and doing things like that you're just you're just like vibing walk me through you're you're on an island somewhere yeah, I'm on a spot called Bainbridge Island, and uh, like uh, across the water from Seattle, it's kind of like the start of of the peninsula. Okay, it's, but it's an island. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> so how how do you get? So you have to. Is there a ferry? Is there like a state yeah, yeah, run yeah. ferry? Yeah, okay. You can take yeah. the ferry, or like if you were on the peninsula, you can drive up and around the peninsula, and like there's a bridge. From wow! This place called Polesbo, so you can get to the. So it's connected by a bridge to the, to the Olympic and Kitsap Peninsula, wow. and then by water to Seattle. Yeah. And so you're constantly foraging mushrooms. You're just constantly foraging. It yeah, just seems, yeah. It just I do like... a lot of that. I do a lot of it in Bainbridge, which is like it's kind of like suburban slash rural, kind of mm -hmm. like a little bit of both. But Beautiful. it has like cool pockets of like actual like old old growth areas um You're but then i'm just rishi guy right yeah 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 but nah. then so for like a lot of the rishi well i find rishi there even on my property but but i'm like really close to the olympic peninsula where you can go to like really old growth forest and there's like crazy crazy stuff yeah. so i can get yeah. i can get out there in like a 45 minute drive or hour drive what so do you live do you live a lot off the land really like or like how much how much shopping are you doing for food? um yeah i kind of do live off the land a lot. like i did a lot especially during the first couple of years of covid it just kind of became a project I, I i like the way you described it like <laughs> i mean terrence mckenna is always like a huge compliment like to be compared to him oh yeah 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 no but, th that's uh, goals man yeah <laughs> but i like how you yeah it is it's more of a of a vibe than a like you said than like preaching or whatever mm -hmm. like yeah this is the you know this is how you like uh yeah. when you guys were, were talking about like that herbalist guy talking to the herbalist guy you had on uh-huh yeah uh, what was his name romania dean thomas yeah Romania. yeah like even though that's super inspiring, like I get inspired by, even more inspired by like the old Chinese guy that's like living on a mountain. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I'm, that. I think like, he would agree. Yeah, I think like even that, he would agree. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's no, yeah, no diss on like what he or anyone else is doing. But like we're texting that. him that right now. That yeah, not <laughs> to your because it takes <laughs> it. No, it takes all kind of people and like you know. Yeah. I just I, I don't know. There's something. There's something I like about the idea of just you know doing. Well, what's what's like what's vibe. funny a lot about those herbalist guys who I have great respect for, like Ron T. Garden and, and him mm-hmm. uh, are. They're like they're all about that old shit, and that they're super wise with that stuff. But they all came up through like the L.A. celebrity like health circuit, like the Gwyneth Paltrow thing, like we'll talk about uh, later. Yeah, yeah. And so it's kind of like a they kind of have that going on too, which is a little weird, you know, where it's all these like L.A. people going to Erewhon, spending like uh-huh. fourteen hundred dollars on on food a week, you know, kind of shit. Right. Which is like, yo, I'm once I pop, I'm there too, you know. But it's. Uh, but it's just it's a thing you know yeah sure. i mean i'll accept yeah. it as like a criticism of, of myself that like whatever maybe i don't have the capacity or discipline to like monetize you know i don't know there's probably nah. some criticism in there but i just i lean more toward like someone has to do the vibing part yeah you know what i'm saying like someone no that if you ever did monetize you should that should be your your logo your slogan even if you did monetize like look somebody's got to do the vibing yeah Yeah, like someone has to chill out on the mountain you know and like observe i'm saddled with i'm saddled with the the responsibility (laughs) of having (laughs) (laughs) weight of the world on my shoulder yeah so i kind of yeah so i just kind of spend a lot of time no that's good uh, that's like, that's really good trying to put things trying to like make my daily life be about like a lot of observation and just yeah, yeah. noticing th- noticing noticing things and like it's so crazy how so many times you'll think or read about like a herb or something and you just find it the next day yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah, something yeah. you've never thought about or like interacted with and you you see it and you're like hmm yeah yeah i'm gonna go out that- to my yeah, like I'm gonna go out tomorrow and find it, and then, you know. What's so? Where the reishi does that grow on hemlock out there? What's yeah, the mostly main... hemlock, sometimes fir. Yeah, as well. yeah, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. Yeah, nice. Do you ever find chicken chicken of the woods, Glenn? Have you ever eaten chicken of the woods? I have not. Before? I have Yo, not. That's, yeah. that is a fucking treat if you can get some I, good chicken of the yeah, woods. I do find it. I particularly don't like it a lot. Like I don't know. I just I don't think I digest it that well. So I haven't, I haven't yeah, figured yeah. out the one, one cool thing I've made with it is like, um, I basically made like hummus with it. Wow. So uh, like I turned it into like a pit, you know, a pate or a paste or Damn. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And that, that I really liked because That's cool. it, I never heard of that. That's amazing. Yeah. I just was like thinking of different things to do. And, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So, and, and tell me now, one thing I remember asking you about a long time ago, uh, Cause I, it's something I need to to do now because everybody cool that I know, including my wife, really thinks it's a good idea. Um, the idea of grounding, you know, because mm-hmm. I noticed you were in a picture, you didn't have any like shoes on or something. I'm like, oh, do you so do you do like grounding at, at places that you go and stuff? Like, cause and we'll explain what that is, but is that something that you do? Yeah, oh, I do do it, and I hadn't thought of that, but I do actually do it in places I go a lot of times. That's where I heard you're supposed to do it in my yeah. when you go to like a really nice natural woodsy area, like we have in the Bay Area. We have a lot of woodsy areas. You're supposed to, from what I heard, take your shoes off and kind of like not submerge your feet, 
but like kind of cover your feet a little bit in the in the native in the native soil and kind of just like like kind of sit there for a second and just kind of like bond with it a bit okay i hadn't even really heard that like the people i've heard talk about grounding but i mean it totally may i mean intuitively if you're into it like you're gonna do it in those cool spots yeah uh like yeah a lot of times you're out in the forest and you'll just like i, I even have spots in different forest that i go to where i'm like oh this is like my i, I kind of give like nickname nicknames to a lot of places and that helps me remember like how to get there how to I find and like yeah. this is where i have like a reishi patch or this is where i have a chanterelle patch or but i'll nickname places and then i'll have places that are just like a good place to chill you know like the sun filters just right through the leaves at a certain time of day and like it's a good spot to just sit so yeah i'll do grounding there sometimes nice yeah. and w so like what so i know sai you do it too you you know like you you do it like in your house right yeah i got the the cheap like mini blanket on amazon with the cord just so i'm on my computer when i'm on my computer uh -huh. i it, yeah because they they uh you can test it yourself you can get like a voltmeter and t i've never done this but i've seen hella youtube videos of yeah you touch a grounding pad with any bare part of your skin even a pinky even a pinky toe and your voltage from all the fucking computers and Wi-Fi and everything drops to near zero, not hundred percent zero, but near zero. It just needs a place to go, you know? And then that's that, that the, the negative aspect of it is that it just builds up in our system, you know, cause we're electrical beings. And uh, yeah, I think it's for sure the future. And that's something David Wolf has been talking about for fucking ever. And uh, yeah. And also jet lag. If you take a flight, the first thing you do is just like, find a patch of ground and go barefoot good for that type of shit really but yeah and i once i once i got like an extra fucking 200 bucks to blow i'll just i'm gonna get the full mattress king size mattress fitted sheet grounded so grounded all night sleeping basically and there was been studies on that with like cortisol goes way down um but you also you could do the cheap you could build them yourself you could literally have like a like a thin copper wire just plug straight into the ground socket of your house and like wrap, you know, you can do it that way too for zero cents basically. And uh, yeah, there's any number of ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's like you see, if you see like electrical work being done all the time, they gotta, they gotta ground it before they work on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, on, it's on, yeah. On that note, I just, my girlfriend and I just saw a billboard of Xfinity 10 G is coming. I'm like, Jesus Christ. 10, like 10 <laughs> G. They just like, go they straight just, from five to 10. Yeah. They just two X it. They, they just, yeah. Yeah. Like they're, they're they, you see the guy just, just throwing away the papers of seven G. We're not yeah. doing seven G. <laughs> yeah. Seven G. Is that yeah. what you think the people want? You know, we're going 10 G like, uh, but Jesus. yeah, exactly. So, um, one person we don't yeah, really talk the about. Oh, sorry. Oh. Go, go ahead, please, please. No, I was just going to say with a grant, like, uh, another thing I do, with the grounding it just became part of my like every morning and every night i just like when i first get up i just go outside and just like have a, a cup of tea and like sit you know with that. my feet yeah. my feet in the grass it, it just becomes like a thing and whether it's whether it's technically yeah. good for you or not like it feels great so you're just like yeah it, once it becomes your routine and then yeah, at night like i'll go yeah. i'll go like kind of shut down i go outside look at the stars like you know whatever just sit there for a few minutes with my yeah, yeah exactly and what's the downside right like so let's say it does literally nothing it's like oh you i'm so sorry that you sat down in a nice area with your <laughs> shoes off and had a cup of tea like i'm so sorry you had to go through that you know yeah. right that's the thing with this stuff all the skeptics are so they have such an aneurysm about all this shit and it's like yo 90 okay there is 
there might be some harmful naturopathic stuff that people fall for rarely but most of the stuff is just like yo just like have a gratitude journal you know like fucking you know eat the fruit that you like it's just bullshit like that and it's people freak out over any anything that people live in their best life you know right and and another thing i think is important like every little habit you kind of cultivate like that tends to lead to other good habits so it's like Mm. okay Mm. i'm outside like i'm gonna bring my book and i'm gonna read i'm gonna read there you go yeah and so then you're reading and then you're you know it's just it kind of like compounds itself yeah Yeah. do anyway right right no absolutely so no it's it's I, it's something that I, I want to get more into. Like it's, it's, it's something you, it's so, it seems so a lot of things are like, you know, naturopathic stuff are like, you know, this, take this device and do there, take this, you know, thing and, you know, red light therapy. And it's like, it's, a, it's like a process, but like, this is so nothing that it's like easy to look past. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, Oh, I mm-hmm. forgot to like do that today because it's like, why would I remember to do that today? Mm-hmm. But you want to build the habit of it of yeah. just of just doing these things and um so on that on that note i wanted to talk about um a very famous hollywood actress who for the longest time i've always hated the derangement syndrome over her because people just get really mad about like a older white actress like taking care of her health like when she's skinny they get really mad about stuff like that and um it's gwyneth paltrow and i guess today or the, earlier this week, she she went on um, a podcast to talk about her diet, right? And of course, like in the in the era of like everything being broken down into small, small like clips and stuff like that, you would hear, you know, you're only going to get a couple seconds of what she's saying, and the couple seconds that gets clipped is that she eats just a few vegetables, doesn't eat a lot, has bone broth for lunch. And like it's being viewed as like an eating disorder and like, you know, people look at her. She's not wearing makeup in the the thing. I think she looks fine, but people are like, oh, she's aging horribly and which is not true at all. But the um, for one thing, she was on her doctor's podcast. I didn't realize that that was her doctor's podcast that she went on and her doctor's sick. I was looking him up and his name is Dr. Will Cole. Not Dr. James Cole, but Dr. Will Cole. And he uh, he's just like a naturopathic doctor. And and he like is kind of like in the celebrity field. But like I will say, if there's something that you can find where Eben lives on his island or pay $2,000 for it, that means it works. That's the like when the, those are the two places you can find things. That means it works because either you're going to pay the boutique way for it, which is a lot because they know and the richest people in the world want it and stuff like that, or the people who want to put in the most work, live a little bit off the grid and find these things. That means these things that that means these things work. It's not it's not nothing. Right. And so I I think it's really weird the way she's getting treated. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I felt the exact same, Glenn. It's uh it's and the aging thing is weird. It's weird how the narrative that is forced on us is like, don't worry, you know, accept people, anybody, any, you know, blah, 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 if you're fat, whatever, that's cool, you know. But then the second like a woman doesn't want to use makeup and just eat bone broth and chill, it's like then use then all the same people start attacking how she looks and shit. It's really funny. And yeah. uh and I don't know, I'm fucking I think once you once you start Man, once you're 
once you're onto the Rishi T game, you're you you want the you want the low makeup vibe, low to no makeup. Yeah, you know, you're not a fucking yeah. come on, man. Honestly, in the like, clip, I was kind of like, hey, hell yeah, what's like, what's yeah. going, what's up, you know? Like like in the, in the clip, I was like, <laughs> you know, and yeah. then and then you know, also th- she was, and this is another thing that people like to make fun of. And again, the jokes are funny, but she said that she was doing a special diet to decrease inflammation in her diet like she was like she was trying to eat a more bland light diet to reduce inflammation and not spike her blood sugar uh, apparently she said she's like i also she's like i also have a little bit of lingering covid system mm. syndromes which like i'm sorry that can happen like it can it can happen and she's taking steps to correct it that aren't you know run into Pfizer and things like that. Aaron and, Rogers, and, dude, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was very, very female Aaron Rodgers type thing, even, even though I don't even think she like trolls people. I mean, she does a little bit, but it's just, it's, yeah, I don't know, man. Like it's, it, it's, it's sad to see people for one, like scared to age where in a sense, like where it's like, I feel like I'm getting smarter and more confident as I get older, uh-huh. you know, like I feel like I'm trending upwards personally. And there's this thing with women where like they just are like useless after 30. But it's like, yeah, if they if they buy into that, they probably are. Mm. But that's a woman who didn't buy into it. You know, what I mean, this is a woman who started her own business. I mean, she's a great actress, even if she never did any of this. stuff, She's a fantastic actress. I mean, you're talking about like classic movies. She's been in. talented. Mr. Ripley is one of my favorite roles from her. But she, you know, this is a this is a lady who just like has that confidence to just not care, you know, and to not care about any stuff like that and make weird candles, you know, quote unquote weird candles and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't look into it that much. I just looked when you had mentioned about Gwyneth Paltrow, I just like typed it in, I think, on Twitter or whatever, and I just saw that picture. <laughs> that picture. Is that so is that what people are mad about? Just that she has wrinkles? She, so she has wrinkles, but she's or, like not eating. Some people are mad that it's like, oh, eating. She has an eating disorder. She's glorifying an eating disorder. That's an, yeah. a whole nother rabbit yeah, hole. Just people are mad out. that she's skinny and hot still. <laughs> <laughs> looks great. I mean, it looks good. You know, it's like, it's like, what, like, what do you like? Like, I'm sorry. People talk about it like it's Edward Furlong, the kid from like Terminator 2. Like the way <laughs> that dude aged. Like, it's like, yeah, like they're looking at her like that. It's like. Yo, dude, she didn't get a butt. She didn't run to a doctor and it's with a scalpel the minute she right. turned 40. Yeah. I mean, she clearly like didn't have any makeup on. She wasn't like yeah. doing any steps to prepare in that way to look a certain way, which is is fine. Like if that's I mean, she looked she looked good. Yeah, she and it fine. wasn't like it doesn't look like the statement because like some actresses are like, I don't wear makeup. Isn't that crazy? Like she was just kind of like, nah, this is just, this is me. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is, yeah. this is me. I'm going to go talk to my doctor on his podcast. Cause apparently like the diet's helping her. That's why she's excited to talk yeah. about it. And, like people who have actual eating disorders, they don't like want to go brag about how they don't eat anything. Cause like they kind of secretly yeah. know that it's like an issue. <laughs> like she doesn't have an eating disorder. And this is, these are people who like, you know, I, I saw some people, you know, that we were on like the weird side where it's like people are like, oh, she just needs like 15 more raw eggs to, uh, yeah. um, and she'll be OK. You know, and it's like, n- man, I don't know. I think she's handling it well. I think she's she's getting this I- idea from a doctor and people hate naturopathic doctors that don't just give her SSRIs to stabilize her. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, that it's like, I don't know, man, I, I can't I can't I, I can't stand when I see people like that just getting getting you know she's a celebrity it's whatever you're in the public eye you're gonna get criticism it's it's not a thing but it's like 
like people treat that like like eco terrorism or things like that you know like like it's like it's like a really like like it's harmful like she's hurting people yeah mm -hmm. it's also it's kind of like that movie that we're going to talk about with the bruce willis the 12 monkeys where everyone thinks you're crazy but you're actually right you know with like the whole oh you have an eating disorder it's like no i, I just don't want to eat poison and you know it's like, it's like it's literally as simple as that yeah, it is very similar. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but like, so, no. So wait, some people are mad that she of what she's eating, and other people are mad that she's not glamorous enough. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's so, a million ways to get mad at Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow, okay. actually. Why so do people? Why are people care that much? Well, yeah. again, these are people. These are people who like <laughs> like stand celebrities. Like that. These are the people who comment on these things. Are the people who are like Gwyneth Paltrow? I'm a I'm a big Lizzo fan. So like like Gwyneth Paltrow is my my enemy at this point, right? Like not that they have beef, but it's like Gwyneth Paltrow is the anti Lizzo. I mean, like you just look at like you're just like what like if Liz, I will say this: if Lizzo was drinking bone broth, people would be like awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for lunch, people. They, but it's just the fact that it is a skinny like older lady without makeup. It's like oh, she's gone off her rocker. She's insane. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, like most people are mad about that, and and that yeah. she's going holistic doctor people hear holistic doctor they 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 think crazy and wrong yeah I, I don't care what anyone says i don't i don't like makeup and people will always be like no you think you don't like makeup but until you see someone <laughs> but you do like makeup no i i know what no makeup looks like and i like no yeah. makeup <laughs> that's yeah. the best man it's the best it's like it, you you don't like but yeah women love to do that with like the thing that they're like oh you you just you think because like you can't notice like little eye touch-ups it's like no but i know when it's not there and it looks great yeah yeah i've woken up you know like yeah i know yeah i live with you yeah 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 <laughs> at night wash everything off and you wake up next to them and you're like wow you look great yeah sunlight hitting you know what i mean you're just like yeah. wow cool this that is great little, cute little crust in your eye a yeah. stinky little breath but yeah. it's like cool you know exactly so it's like no no you get it it's it's 100 that and that's like that, that that's what that's the weird part about this it's like it's almost like she's giving up the game a little bit gwyneth paltrow like where it's like she's letting into like all the secrets and like women be like we can't live the way you do so stop and it's like you can the problem is, is there needs to be like a little solidarity where you guys all need to stop wearing makeup or something <laughs> And then, but then what exactly? It's like, it's not like guys are going to like, word, well, we're gay now. And like, no one's going to do that. It's like, no, we like, we like you. Like, it's fine. I, it's just, I don't know. I, it, there, there's always that. I'm, I'm the same exact way, dude, where it's just like, if you want to wear it, that's fine. I mean, I definitely don't want like, you know, layers and layers and layers of it. Like, that's like, that's weird. It's not even like, it's just like a chemical sense. Like, get that away from my face. Like, I don't know what the fuck that shit is. Like, I mean, that shit killed the lab rats. And, and the, I, I don't want that much, but like, for me, it's like, you don't have to, it's not, don't do it for me. Right. Yeah. It's definitely not. It's definitely not for us when they do do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, you should look at somebody like Gwyneth Paltrow, who it, like, again, is 50, which for, as an actress, like real talk as an actress, that's being 70. You know what I'm saying? Like, like she could play, like, she's like only going to play somebody's mom or grandma at this point in a movie like just just for real like that's just that's just what she's going to be like typecast as and like that and she and she's doing that it's like you should be like cool you know what i mean like we got that now like in the era of like representation and all that kind of stuff just be like yeah you know like there's the representation like the girl who just 
I'm sure a lot of actresses like Elizabeth Taylor had a crazy diet. Jack talks about that all the time. Like everybody's got that. Like the crate. Like why is that even weird? Like why is yeah. that even weird when a celebrity's like, yeah, I just like you know, like Van Halen used to be like, no uh, green M and M's or whatever. You know what I mean? Like is everybody's got that weird thing. Right. When you get famous like that, you should be a little weird about your food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. That, that's yeah, that's one of the great things about being. If you're like, yeah. if yeah. you have like that much money, like of course you're gonna be eating like super weird. Yeah. I'm, if I was a millionaire, I'd be trying every weird, every weird, you know, fad. In the That'd world be a fun Substack post. Just give give us an unlimited budget and let's see how much we could blow in a day on the craziest like, <laughs> supplements and fucking, you know, just the dankest food you could possibly find. Yeah. yeah. That'd uh-huh. be so fun. I, I would yeah. do it. I, I, there's just not even a, I, like, there's not even a question that I would do it and film every single part of it. Like, yeah. I have no, I have no, like, <laughs> even just to, even just for later generations, you know, yeah, like, yeah. just e- either don't do this or do this, you know, yeah. we, we don't know yet, but yeah. yeah. Well, um, and yeah, I would do that all day, dude. Just like a crazy, like, I don't know. I don't even know. What, what do you think is the most expensive esoteric health thing? Wild cordyceps. How do you already have? How do you already have an answer? I just well, it's on the because I wrote that article about eating yeah. bugs. I where that's like it's more expensive than like by weight than the best saffron in the world, the best vanilla in the world. You know, it's like yeah, it's, the wild. It's, it's like thousands of dollars a pound. You know, Damn. And, and I don't really get the point. I think it's more of just a flex because I don't think it's any better yeah. than like lab grown at this. I mean, point. it's like truffles. Truffles are a flex, so why wouldn't there yeah. be an expensive like naturopathic mushroom? Yeah. Uh huh. And the wild, yeah. the wild cordyceps don't they don't grow everywhere, so it's like you gotta no. go. Yeah. Somewhere far away, well, yeah, somewhere they, tropical, and like interact, you know, whatever. Like they used to have peasants searching the fields for them, like stuff back. in China. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and all right. the cordyceps, and it all go to the emperor of China. All like all of it, just because right. it was that important to the yeah. Yeah, Damn. just so, even dude, even in base China, it kind of sucked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like damn, yeah. dude. Like, like even even in the cool, like man, like you know, like hey, that part would have been cool. It's like nah, you still don't get any of the cool shit. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Um, so uh, we watched a movie um, called Twelve Monkeys, and. I I was embarrassed that I hadn't heard of it. I remember at the last episode, it was kind of an emergency thing where it was like the last episode, somebody said, what do you think of this movie? Is it the best time travel movie? I'm like, I don't know what that is. And people are like, oh, dude, you have to watch it. It's great. Um, it is good. I really, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed the movie. It's star-studded cast. Um, one funny thing about it is that I heard that Jeff Bridges was supposed to be the Bruce Willis role, which would have been no, wild. I, I just read that they said... Uh, Jeff Bridges was, was supposed to be the Brad Pitt. Oh, was he? Oh, that would make more sense. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, that, and that, then that would make. Nick Nolte was supposed to be the Nick Nolte Whoa. was supposed to be the. Yeah, that would be a totally different movie. Yeah, but it would still it would still go hard. Nick yeah, Nolte's cool. yeah, yeah, it would still go hard. It's directed by Terry Gilliam of Monty Python fame, and uh, uh, also has another great movie called Brazil, which is really fun. It's like a kind of fun, like poke at bureaucracies and and uh, and stuff like that. It would also be a fun watch for this show. But uh, um, it, it's a it's a great it's it's a it's a it's an interesting interesting concept of it where Bruce Willis uh, character James Cole um, is a prisoner in the future and is sent back in time, but. At first, it's 
like six years off, which I think is like a really fun wrinkle in a, in a lot of this because I've always like that's a good point where it's like even if you had like time traveled down, like you'd still have like in a span of all these thousands and thousands of years, you'd have like a like a grace period of like a few years. You'd think you could like miss by, you know, like truly. And it's like, but it's also like if you miss by six years, like it is a considerable amount of time when you're trying to relay one message, you know, yeah. and stuff. Or and and when he goes to the psych ward, I mean, the psych ward scenes with Brad Pitt are unbelievable. What did everybody think, by the way? Oh, it was great. Yeah, I, I didn't know it was such a huge movie. I'd never same thing. I'd never really known about it. And uh, yeah, I thought Bruce Willis was really strong in it. For He's sure. great. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. He's got, um, you know, like I said, poor Bruce Willis, man. He's got like advanced dementia right now. It's really sad, really sad news, man. Yeah. He's, because because he look like like I say, he looks fantastic when you see the picture of him. But it's like apparently like apparently like he's got to introduce himself to his kids every day type thing, you know, or like have oh. like the kids introduce. It's like really bad. And yeah. um, um, but no, he's so good. And I forgot like you know I forgot when like Brad before like before like Brad Pitt, you know. Before Brad Pitt became like a like a bucket hat guy, you know, like the bucket hat kind of like zany <laughs> guy, like he kind of had like this type of role where it was like, you know, like these type of roles where it was like he'd be crazy in one movie, but he'd be like, you know, um, like then like real like stoic, like in seven, you know what I mean? And then like yeah. breaking down at the end, like um, and, and then, of course, Fight Club and things like that. It's like, man, he was on a roll during this time. Brad Pitt. I mean, he got nominated for this best supporting which is, yeah. is nuts. I mean, he was, he was fantastic. I mean, the mental hospital where it looks like a Busta Rhymes video, that shit yeah. was so <laughs> sick. That, that was yeah. so tight. Like, yeah. the, the, like, I, it looked like, uh, like Busta Rhymes in the straight jacket like video. Yeah. It was filmed like that. Totally. I was like, dude, this is, yeah. this is totally like a yeah, 90s the cinematography rap. was so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought yeah. a lot of the movie, I actually thought that a lot of the movie was very music video-ish. Like it just had mm -hmm. that, that feel. Yeah, that post-apocalyptic mental institution '90s rap feel, that like that that was just totally like that was what everybody had to do. Like when you started getting like popular, it's like the world's ending, and I'm hella crazy, you know. Like yeah. that was always like what people did because you were building up to like Y2K, you know, in the movies in the '90s. You were like there was that looming like year 2000 because it's not like 1980 to 1990. That was a lot of changes, but it was like okay, that's still the same, you know century and things like that and same millennium and everything and and then all of a sudden you know you're like you're 2000 man like what's gonna happen like, this is gonna be so crazy so it's like it's fun to see these movies you know whether they're guessing what's happening i'm not sure that's exactly the thing but you know this predicts that a uh, pandemic was gonna like kind of like the terminator this is kind of like a terminator style movie but a little bit more fun and uh zany with like looney tune sound effects when people get hit and shit you know like um yeah, I don't know. I I love the uh, I love the Christopher Plummer character too. The the old the old guy, uh, Brad Pitt's character's dad, where he's uh, the lady calls to warn the lady uh, psychiatrist calls to warn. And he just hangs up and says, "Women psychiatrists." Yeah, like that. <laughs> just, yeah. Just like, like befuddled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> incredible. Yeah, the legend, man, legend. So. I, I gotta say, Sai, do you think time travel is real? Oh man, uh, I, yeah, in a sense, I think it is. I think, you know, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the remote viewing, right? The, right. So is that uh -huh. is that time travel? That's what I'm wondering. Because then, now let me let me phrase it before this. 
I was listening to Art Bell. That's that's why I check my sources on things. I listen to Art Bell. And I was listening to, he had a guy named Fred Bell that said he had a time machine in like Southern California in like Laguna Laguna Beach. And uh, honestly, he made a pretty compelling case. He was like, yeah, every mayor. No, he was like, every mayor comes to my house. Every mayor from like from 1980, like now has come to my house and been like, yo, that's cool. Zoning permit. It's all good. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he was like kind of saying all, all this stuff. I was like, honestly, Laguna Beach, like I can see that happening in like a small like beach, big Lebowski beach community, you know, kind of thing. And yeah. um, so so he was saying, though, that there is only the past and there is only the present. And the future is just a prob is just probability based. Yeah. So I that led me to think that remote viewing is not time travel, but the only way to predict that stuff's happening in the future. Yeah, it's interesting. There's, you know, well, we're, you know, we're doing these NFL games, and I've been I have that book I've been reading <clears throat> on this topic, and it's just interesting because it there's. It's it's very it's not like it's definitely hit or miss, but there's a lot of hits, you know, and it's interesting how it works. But I will say that all the famous remote viewers like Major Ed Dames and all those guys, they kind of fall for they all do these crazy overreaching future predictions of like, you know, what's going to happen in the year 2050 and stuff. And and they're they're all it. I'm very skeptical of that shit. You know, they, they all seem to fall in that trap a little bit. And, uh, you know, and it's usually it's pretty doomer, you know, and I'm not saying that doomer shit won't happen, but, um, it just seems to be like a little bit like a little f- fear porn or something for those guys, you know, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah cause, yeah. The, cause yeah, exactly. What do you think, Evan? So, yeah, I love this movie and I like, okay. I like what you were just saying, Sai, cause this goes with, so I think, this movie is more dealing with like retro causality and precognition yeah. as opposed mm-hmm. to time. Or it's like juxtaposing that right, with right. like physical time travel. And the thing with like when you get into uh, retro causality and, and, and or retro causality, right? And like precognition and that stuff, it's not so much about facts which is what you're like criticizing people for like predicting yeah. uh you know factual things that will happen and it's more about about f- kind of feeling like f- sort of having yeah. a feeling like so in the future you're going to have this emotion and that and that emotion you're not exactly sure what what's going to cause it but you know like you're going to have this th- yeah this this feel this feeling does that make sense yeah 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 like you I think read, that's like, what in and right. yeah, and even in the movie, so they talk like he gets sent to the wrong year a couple times, right? Mm-hmm. And and that old that weird old voice that appears every once in a while, he's like those bozo scientists. Like science isn't 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 an exact science with these guys. So he, right. they're saying that like when you go about it like in this exact science type of way, they make errors. But in, in spite of the errors, like when he goes back to nineteen ninety she already has a feeling that she's seen the doctor has seen him before she knows yeah she has yeah, the feeling, yeah and he has the feeling that he's seen her but none of it has to do with like factual events or whatever. yeah that's amazing and so through yeah. the movie they're rest they're wrestling with this idea that they've okay i've dreamed about you or like yeah i've seen you before it's it's also fast the thing i found most fascinating is how willing to accept that they are crazy and that they're not 
you know, because it happens to him and then it happens to her where she's like, oh, I actually am nuts, blah, blah, blah. But then they realize that they're actually dropping facts, you know, and it kind of shocks them, you know, and it's, it's, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's there. Yeah. The Bruce Willis, yeah. like mental illness aspect. It's like, man, he, I didn't know he had that in him to be like mentally ill in a movie, but like not even like over the top, like campy med- medically or, you know, like mentally ill, but like really just kind of like, like, almost self-aware yeah like you said self-aware of mental illness and and just kind of just being like dude i don't don't know what's going on like i feel different but is the reason i feel different because i'm just like kind of sick in the head because he keeps replaying that scene from a child's point of view Mm -hmm. of what we find out later is his himself dying and and um, being shot and it's like because yeah and i I think that's true i think i think you're right with the the you know the the precognition kind of thing because like you know time travel if it was a time travel thing you would have the whole like time is a flat circle like kind of reddit kind of like explanation of like time travel where like again the future has already happened we're just we just keep like revolving and all these kind of things and i don't i tend to think that the future hasn't happened yet right like i i tend i tend to i tend to agree with like the probability aspect of it where it's just like some people can tap in to find the probability of certain things happening, which is why you see these remote viewing gambling people and things like that and and why that makes sense. And the whole time, it's like he's kind of going through like a premonition rather than a memory, right? Like that's I, I, that's how I viewed it. Yeah. No, I just kept thinking about that distinction of how the – so they start – like he starts getting crazier the more that they send him back and bring it, you know, the more they like make him jump between worlds uh-huh. the, the more cra- crazy he gets right yeah but, exactly which but, which you, but the, any, any, the, you know, the health aspect of it too like he gets like really beat up from time travel which i like right but the thing that kind of keeps him sane is the actual precognition part of like remembering that dream and sort of like so that's kind of what he's holding on to mm-hmm. and that's yeah. sort of what tethers him to like this relationship with the with the doctor which ultimately like makes the things play out in sort of in the proper way right yeah and like the the idea i love the scene of the the law and order and hbo oz uh, christopher maloney detective when he's on the phone with her when she finally looks at the like world war one picture yeah Uh, uh, and like that part of it is when the movie like really like takes off where you're just like holy shit like this this is getting this is getting really real and like it uh, the whole time there's like that monty python kind of like so random kind of humor that's happening through the through the whole movie that terry gilliam's known for like like a classic scene is when he you know he dials a phone number and it's like just this like black lady with like six kids like being hella bad in the kitchen and like calls it and like that scene you know that scene is very monty python where it just goes to somewhere completely different for a while and then just comes back to like the the scene and like you know it's like a a very awkward moment and um i think that time travel is definitely possible i mean at the end of the day like i i I, whether you believe whatever you believe as far as what's outside the earth i guess kind of influences this but like i mean if you do break that speed of what what i forget what the the components of it are but i i do feel like there is a way and i'm sure somebody knows it who knows what happens at like things like area 51 or things like that and and what what machines that we don't know about exist that come from you know 
different dimensions and things like that. I think interdimensional travel is real. And I think that's like proven, right? And I think yeah. if interdimensional travel is real, then time travel, I, I would think it would only go to the past though. Like, I don't think you can go to the future. Word. Yeah. Like that, I just doesn't make sense right. going to the future. I, I do believe that like, like the, I say, I joke on here that time isn't real and stuff. And it's like, I'm doing that as like a frustration thing, but like we haven't mastered time. We only have time in a sense of like, meet me here at this time. It's a utility that we have. It's a, it's a way to archive things. That's the, the time. It's a very much a social construct, our version of time. And um, we know that it's different times in different places at this very time right now, even though it's 748 PM where we're at right now, it's, you know, it's a completely different time somewhere else. And that everybody else agreed that based off the sun, what these increments that we count the day off are on, yeah. that's a social construct. So I don't think we've mastered time. That's the reason why I say time isn't real. It's like, yeah. I don't think that like nothing exists and nothing happened. And that's, that's not what I'm saying. It's just that like, we have these arbitrary things that, or I don't know. I don't know if that's the word I want to use, but I, I, I guess it's, I, you know what I'm trying, what I'm trying yeah, to say for sure. <clears throat> it's all, <clears throat> even the way, like you said, the, our position by the sun and everything, that's all like our, our solar system has its own little corkscrew. It's pumping through the universe, you know, and it's just, everything is layers upon layers. And, you know, it'll just give you a headache when you stop and think about it, that none of it really, it, everything is in reference to something else. Everything's relativity, you know, that's Einstein's whole thing. And I, I think what we know for sure is that consciousness is non-local. If you're just, if you're not an absolute square and you could ad admit that to yourself, you know, which listeners of this podcast for sure can, you know, but it's, mm -hmm. and once that can of worms is open, then the sky's the limit, you know? And, uh, and also, yeah. And I, I think it's like, I want to experience experiment with like time travel in lucid dreaming and shit like that. And just see, you know what I mean? Where it's, you know, it's kind of like a playground. Yeah. It's not quote unquote real. Right. But you know, but it's, it's why not, you know, let's just see what's up. It's definitely but, something. I mean, yeah, it's definitely it's something. something. Yeah. I'm so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely into that. Like the, I've definitely experienced precog precognitive dreams. Like yeah, quite a bit actually. Like little things, nothing, nothing like super, you know, major or whatever so far. But the more you, okay, that's one thing about the, which is in the movie, I think. But also, it's part of like precognition is the, you first have to notice that it's a possibility. And like what you were yeah. saying, Glenn, about time. Like if you're just like time is just like my, my watch or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you're in this rigid mentality. But once you start opening your mind to the fact that like precognition is possible or you like notice little things now, now just the way the doc, the doctor notices, Oh, I have a memory and she starts exploring it. Right. And she gets, she takes the red pill and like, she goes deeper and deeper in it. Well, it's like that with, with precognition, the more you be like, okay, I am going to dream journal. I am going to like start noticing these things. Then it, you get deeper into it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, mean, I, I think that's just I, from my own experience. It's right. Right. And I don't dream at all. And I, I think that's the weed probably. Um, but like, I, I hardly ever dream. And when I do, it's a very just like frustrating dream of me not being able to complete a task that I'm normally able to complete every single day. No problem. But I'm just like, for some reason, like it's like trying to charge my phone in the dream and I'm just plugging it into every outlet except for like the <laughs> thing that powers it. 
and I and I, I know that I'm not, I know that I'm fucking up. It's like I'm scolding myself in the dream, but I'm yeah. doing it. Those are the only kind of dreams I have. And I don't know how you like. How do you do that? Are you? Is it just like you're able to, or you're not like to actually like kind of weaponize your dreams? <laughs> you know. I, I know that in dreams, it's hard to like anything electronic or books or written or computers or anything like doesn't really work for some weird ass reason. So uh, that could be part of it. And that's just that's just a little thing I know. You know that that's all. Yeah, I've definitely yeah. experienced that where I have dreams where it's like a really strong it's like a word being repeated over and over and i mm. really want to remember it when i wake up and I, but i just i can't like i can't it's just not there or it's like a phrase that i can't yeah when it's written words like I, yeah you can't find it but but uh but i was going to say with your like repetitive uh, plugging i've charging i've or whatever you said like a repetitive dream that's where it can be helpful to like write that dream dream down and you can okay. do like a almost like a uh uh like word association of of the imagery so like what is the like if you do a word association of the strong imagery in the dream and like what is that like what feeling does that bring out in you you know what i mean and then mm. you write about that and you're thinking about so it's things are representational right they're not literal and so you're like okay what is the what is the feeling this is bringing up and then if if you keep doing that day after day like the dream you might start getting more out of the dream or it might like progress or almost yeah. get like little answers. Yeah. Well, and that, that, yeah, I know my wife has a dream journal. She, she writes down, she's a, she's like a very vivid, like remembers her dreams. Very like, like has a super strong memory of them when it happens. Like she's like, it seems, doesn't seem like there's any foggy moments like in them. And she does keep a dream journal. So I think that's, I, I want to do it because it's like it's weird. It's like I, I dream like once a week. I feel like I mean, of course, you dream all the time, but just the, the ones that I remember and actually feel like I'm actively participating in and stuff. Those tend to be about about once a week or something, mm -hmm. and and then it comes in. It's always these like frustrating dreams, just like just uh, they're not nightmares. I mean, it, it's like it it makes your blood boil in the moment because you're just like what what's wrong? But yeah. it's not a, it's not a terror like a terror or anything, and um and and things like that, but. Anyways, I mean, you know, back to the uh, um, to the to the movie, you know, when um, the, the Brad Pitt character, it's it's funny because like, you know, there's a whole idea throughout the, the the really cool part of this movie is that you think that Brad Pitt the whole time is going to like be the guy that like unleashes the virus on everybody. But really, like you yeah. find out it's his dad and like that weird dude with the ponytail, you know what yeah. I mean, that are that are really like up to no good um w w with these things and um you you notice that like those guys are the guys that like aren't really involved in like the past generations and things like that and it's like i always wonder like in the past uh years of like time travel you don't really see them all that much in 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 those times you only see them in one specific moment like when you're when they're at the little like charity banquet fancy little banquet where brad pitt's character's sleeping and and things like that and in the lab when she's warning you only see them in that one present time and i took that as a sense of like okay everybody else that you see in the past generations is actually going to be like a person that helps you but the people that you only see in your present either they're not people that you need to see all the time or 
there are people that are going to actively harm you. So, you know, I, I, not, and that's just a projection on my part. Like, I don't even know if that's what I believe or anything, but at the same time, like there are people, when I meet certain people, I look at them and I'm just like, I don't remember you. I don't know you, but like, I have an association with you. And maybe that's why like, we're cool with each other. You know what I'm saying? And like, and I don't experience deja vu. I've never had a, um, my, my wife does has like moments of deja vu. I, it's like a very foreign thing to me, but like, that's what that kind of, that feels like it's in the same vein of that, you know? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I do feel like I meet people that you just kind of, even if you don't stay friends or whatever, you just know that there's like something there, you know, <clears throat> and it's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's something you're like uh, whether it was uh, like something from a past and maybe you maybe you did yeah. see them somewhere before. Maybe that was the case. But also for the, you know, for for that time being, but these people that like just sh- sh- and it's the way a lot of like television and film is 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 deployed on you, too, is like this person that just pops in and they start out all innocent and stuff. And you're like, OK, well, you just popped in here. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I view yeah. that the same way in my life. You know, you get that weird guy that shows up at work one day and he's just weird. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, what's like, what, you know, what's, what's this all about? And, um, that was what it kind of felt like just that like perpetually hazy, confused moment or, or uh, kind of vibe throughout the film where everything just Bruce Willis just was confused the whole movie and stuff, yeah. but like still together enough to know who's been a part of things and who hasn't. Right. Like, and that's, that's what I loved about it. Yeah, and that goes that that goes back to, I mean, what you're saying is kind of like sort of what I was trying to think about earlier. Of that, it's it's more of he's going on like a more than the factual events. It's like a who's he who's he vibing with like on on that journey, and and even though he does like he gets the some of the facts wrong of who's going to do the let the thing loose, but that's not that's like not what's important so much. No, and, the, and yeah, and also you don't know his, that you're gonna, connection. Yeah, or that you're going to stop it either. Like it's like there's also kind of like a black pill moment, you know, like where it's like, are you going to stop this? Yeah. Is it like like it doesn't even if you found out who it was going to be like the TSA was there. The TSA was never going to let it happen either way, no matter who it was. Yeah. Like you weren't going to get past the like pre nine eleven right. kind of a joke of a TSA, but like still you weren't getting past that, and and. That was tripping me out the whole time where the dude's just handing people pistols on the escalator and shit. I'm yeah. just like, well, I couldn't even imagine, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I couldn't even imagine that. But like the, the, the nowadays, dude, yeah. like now you can't bring an aquafina, dude. Yeah, just, I know. Just dude, you I at the smuggling, gate. smuggling toothpaste, <laughs> smuggling toothpaste, dude. Like fucking yeah. <laughs> they're the thing. And like, um, no, like for real. Like I go on TSA, dude, and like it, I I don't want to get like Jerry Seinfeld airport humor here, but it's it's true. Like th- every day, it's like this like insane like humiliation ritual where yeah. if you go to a couple flights in like a small period of time, it's like okay, I had to take my shoes off for this one, but I yeah. didn't have to take it off for the other one. Oh. My fucking laptop had to be in this the bag. Now yeah. it wasn't in the bag. It's like is there is is it like COVID statistics where it's like actually today you have to wear a mask because the deaths. But yeah. you know, yeah, I don't. I, it's fucking insane. That pisses me off so much. Yeah, what I they think do that's... is they, they'll they'll get mad at you and they'll be like, "You, hey, you don't need to take your laptop out." How many times do I have to yeah. tell you? Well, it's like, well, every other fucking airport I do, you know, it's like, sorry, no, including sorry. this one, including yeah. this same one last month, <laughs> yeah. I had to take my laptop. Out. Yeah, like, it's fucking insane. <laughs> or I'm it's like where everyone's yeah. going through the 
where everyone's going through the rotating whatever x-ray and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. like one person like starting them they're like oh just go through the old school one <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean have you ever had that happen where they just switch yeah. like they divide the line into two and they just start sending people through the old one it's like wait, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> cool. my, when I was flying with my uh, when I was flying with my dad, my dad has to opt out because he has a like a had the Parkinson's wire thing put in his in his brain. So that says a lot about those really cool radiation machines that like a guy with a surgery can't go through them or else he'll die. But um, that says a lot about that. But he uh, he he had to he has to do the pat down. And it's dude, it is the longest process. And it's not even like the pat down that takes a long time. It's like to like. They're like, okay, yeah, sir, just like wait over to the side and we'll 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 pat you down. And it takes like fucking 20 minutes because somebody's just like, oh, I forgot that I have to do that. And because I was busy yelling at the laptop bad guy, you know, yeah. I, I then then he's the one that has to go do it. And I, I was just that that was still the most triggering part of that movie was just the airport behavior where I was just like, <laughs> oh my God, like what is is this like a mall? Like is this look like just like a regular shopping mall? Cause yeah. and that probably is how it was. Like you could just get down. Like I was reading a book where like dudes just were like strapped up at the airport, like in the airport bar, like waiting for someone to land and stuff. I was like, Man, Wild West days. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's how it used to be. I remember fly- I was in Egypt of all places years ago. And I, I used to always travel with my Swiss Army knife, and mm-hmm. I, you know, just you'd go through the like I would have it on my carry. For some reason, I just always traveled with it. It was like my dad gave it to me when I was a kid, and I remember this guy in the Egypt airport was like, "This was in the '90s," and he's like pulls it out and he's like, "Hmm, should I take this away from you?" And I'm like, "Come on, man!" Like, and he's like, "All right, it's fine," you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's like yeah. playing play God, yeah. playing God. Different back then. Yeah, exactly, man. And it's like, dude, the the um the people like you know at, at the end, you know, what do you guys think of the whole like watching yourself die kind of thing? I I kind of ha- not like had issues with it, but I kind of felt like it was a, like a slight bit of a cop out, you know, where it was like the kid just watching his own self die, you know, like like oh man, as I definitely like a warning. misread it the whole movie. I I was like, I thought it was like his dad as a young, you know, I thought it was that kind of thing and then yeah it, it yeah it's the reveal isn't as cool as it could be for sure the build-up was better yeah mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. I, maybe that's me maybe i'm being a hater i don't know yeah but see i i kind of like it, it's different than what i expected but i kind of like it because i hate to keep harping on the same thing but like i think it goes back to that because he even says at one point like we're not actually going to stop the virus from like spreading we just mm-hmm. i forget what he said like we just want to know something whatever like, like how it happened for in the future to like yeah prevent it yeah so it's yeah. like the whole thing is his whole mission is not really it's not like actual of stopping actual events or facts like that's why he's able to go it's not like technical time traveling so there's not that paradox like he can see him himself and and it's not a paradox because it's because it's not like actual time travel in like the scientific uh, sense yeah because mm-hmm. if, I... if you're like back, back to the future rules like he's not allowed to see himself or, or whatever yeah right? yeah but true Good this point. world he is allowed to see himself because it's more it's more of a yeah it's like that weird they're more dealing with that dream precognition stuff i don't know uh uh-huh. interesting i'm yeah. expressing my point poorly 
No, no, oh, no. I, I completely agree. And like one thing I thought what I thought was going to happen, what I thought was going to happen in this movie was that it was going to be revealed that actually like time travel is real, but he's a prisoner and they were just sending him back to like watch the world end a bunch of times. Like yeah. like as a pun- as a punishment. You know what I mean? Like where that is like kind of my style of dreaming is being put in a situation where I'm going to fail, but I fail in the most frustrating way possible. And I see all the opportunities for success, but they don't happen. And it's like a real slow drawn out process. That's like how I thought was going to happen. And then they were just like, nah, like it's the kid and it's kind of like a precognition. It's a warning to him not to, you know, I don't know, something, something like that. Cause it reminded me of the Terminator. Like it reminded me of the Terminator where it's like judgment day is inevitable we just have to like delay it a little bit or kind of like, you know, steer the course of it in a sense and, and, and things like that, where it's kind of like this nihilistic view of, of what, of saving the world or a better opportunity for humanity as, as, as time progresses on. And um, no, I, 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 I still really like love, love the movie and thought it was great. Like I said, the acting performances are wonderful. Um, The lady psychiatrist is awesome too. Like she, she's great. Like the scene where he pops up in her car and like kidnaps her, you know, after her little like lecture, uh, reading the biblical stuff, um, um, like the history of, of like viruses and things like that and, and all that. I thought that, I thought all that was really, was really, really cool, really well done. Um, and thank you for the suggestion guys. <laughs> yeah. Was this a, this came out yeah. before sixth sense too with Bruce. Bruce yeah. Willis? That cause this is 95, sixth sense had, I yeah. remember like that, that it was probably like 98. Did you, did you guys catch that line where he said, all the I dead see is people. dead people. Yeah. All I, I see like, is Whoa. dead people. That's like mm-hmm. a in real life, like little wrinkle right there, you know. Totally, like a, yeah. and you you wonder how he got recruited. Okay, for I had yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I had a couple of schizo moments <laughs> in the movie, like like where there's things in it where you're like, wait, what? What the fuck? Because yeah. yeah, the whole movie, I'm there. Like Brad Pitt was talking about, like uh, brain implanted headphones and like stuff that's yeah. like kind of almost exists now, like stuff that. And so you're like, when they made this movie in 95, like, are they thinking about what audiences in the future, kind of when they watch it, like, will they be mm-hmm. like, oh, like, this is the, the current, you know what I mean? The current things. And then, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of thinking that the whole movie, like how, just thinking of the relation of like watching him in 2023, when the schizo yeah. things in that Brad Pitt is saying are like almost here. Right. Uh-huh. And then, mm. and then there's that scene where they're in the movie theater and Bruce Willis is like, yeah, it's like, you're watching the same movie. You've seen it before, but like, it's different <laughs> every time you watch it. And yeah. that's kind of like the thought I, I was having. I was like, Oh, what? Mm. Yeah. Know. Yeah. It's another one of those movies, man. It's another one of those movies where yeah. it's just, it's just like a lot of it, like, you know, just, and even like the whole, like, man, if you're living in the cities, man, some of that, some of that, like, kind of like tattered building, just kind of like gross vibe of like where the 12 monkey people like hang out at and stuff. Like, that's just like, man, it's just like, that's shit's just like looking like that right now. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm not like do, I don't believe that, that it's going to be some crazy, you know, uh thing that wipes out the world or anything i just know like you know shit just doesn't look that doesn't look as cool as it did back when this even when this movie was made so i you know it's definitely they predicted at least the right trend as far as direction um um for where a lot of our cities would go and um i I, I thought it was pretty funny too when he actually had the vials of the virus you know in the airport Uh and the security guy was was looking through that 
Because I was thinking in my head, he's like, uh, could you put the vials in a separate bin, um, please, as you go through <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the things? <laughs> yeah. Two ounces or less. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. These travel size viruses. <laughs> yeah. 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 That looked great. Yeah. What a great thing, man. I and I I thought um yeah, it's it's another thing. We we should do Brazil sometime for this show because it's it is it is a fun movie. I haven't seen it since I was in like high school probably, but it was it was a it's a it's a really good one from from Terry Gilliam in here. So um yeah no I I'm again I love when people give us movie recommendations, especially stuff that was right under our nose the whole time. Yeah. Um, so I guess in in conclusion, I will say that like I know that time is real. However we use it as a utility we we've we've decided to construct an our idea of, of time and even in our construction of of time to to run a society by and things like that even if we had it close to right there's no way we're like 100 percent like concentric lined up uh to what time actually is so there are these little gaps i'm sure that we're missing you know what I'm saying? In between what time actually is and what we've, w- what we do as a society as time, which I, which is why I would thought it was so brilliant to do the being sent to wrong time periods because five years in a span of all of society doesn't seem like that crazy. Like, like if you just saw how long society has been around, it's like, ah, oh, so what's five years? You know what I mean? But it is a lot. It is a lot when you're trying to, especially when it's like a really important five years, but I love the idea uh, and I'm not sure this is what Terry Gilliam was trying to do, but at least the way I interpreted it was that, you know, there's gaps in the way we view time as opposed to what time actually is to where anytime we tried to travel, we probably do have like 10 years of a like it could be anywhere within like a 10 year target that we're trying to get to rather than a day and a time of an absolute year like every other time travel movie yeah. is so <clears throat> precise, yeah. you know, it's like uh-huh. it's like there's no way yeah. there's no way we would do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's the difference between right. 5G and 10G being released, you know? It's the fucking... So true. Yeah. So true. Also, decades trip me out with music. You, I'm sure you guys you guys feel the same, where it's like, how come the 70s feel like a million years, and then the 2010s feel like five years? You know? It's, I know mm. that like we live through it and shit, but it's just it's a uh, it's just shit like that, in terms of musically, where you're like, you know, it's, it's fucking weird. Right. You know? it's like, right. From 72 to 75, you have a completely different, yeah. like, like just like completely unrecognizable music sound. And then like from 2014 to 2017, it's not really. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of just the same, the same vibe with a lot of this stuff. And it's like w- what we're doing is like, I wish we would stop. Uh, we would stop feeling like we have everything figured out, I guess, is like the way I, I view. I view this is like, you know, the idea of science is to be like we need to find better ways to do things. We need to find, you know, the, the, the best possible way we need to test, 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 and test until we get the right way to do these things. But we look at these things like time, which are just like, how, how could you ever feel like you were ever done studying time? You know, how could you ever feel that way? But you know, we're only studying pharmaceuticals and ways to treat things the ways that make a bunch of money and things like that. But it's like time. We're like, Nope, it's done. We've got it figured out time. And yeah. that's that. That's kind yeah. of what I took the most from this movie. Love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, and uh, because the the in the movie the institutional stuff is like consistently failing, right? Mm-hmm. And like even mm-hmm. the the way they look at the the the, the lady psychiatrist, like they kind of are mocking. Like the fellow psychiatrists are like kind of mocking her through the whole movie. But she ends up being right because, like, based on her intuition, 
and no one wanted no yeah. one wanted to to believe her and so there's more to yeah. you know and just the fact that like this in the future messed up on the year that they sent him to and like so there's the institutions are uh, are making errors and the people that and they keep blaming him people they're people like in that there. in the beginning they're, they're like how could you do this like, yeah. well you fucked up and he's like bro right. you sent me to the wrong right. year <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah i did what i could and then that yeah and then that gets into questions of so when you talk about like time then you have things like uh astrology the I Ching, like these type of things are based on like time being cyclical and like things coming like trends coming back looping back around and time not being near and so yeah there's tons of old traditions that that know this stuff yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's 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 tough, man. I mean, it's it's, a it's <laughs> no, no. It's it's true. Like it's it's just like we 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 feel like we know so much, and I tend, you know, we tend to kind of like laugh at some, you know, some of like the institutional like science takes and stuff like that. But only only because it's like everybody in the moment thinks that they're just they've got it all figured out and there that there doesn't need to be any more science done. And I'm, and I'm not saying pour a bunch of military money into like studying time, but as human beings, we should just leave room for the unknown, you know, like instead of just, yeah. you know, like, yeah, if somebody says, Hey, get there at seven. Yeah. You know, get there at seven. That's what we did. You know, like it's like we, that tonight, that's how this podcast where everybody got here at seven and we started recording. It was, it was like, perfect. You know, the, the, yeah. the, like, that part is is fine but like when you're looking at it from a um i was actually reading a book you know marathon man it's the second time i've called this up and one one guy the the main character uh, uh thomas is trying to trying to be a uh historian right and his dad was a very famous historian that was that that killed himself after like being tried by joseph mccarthy in the 50s for like you know being a communist or something and he uh what would ha what his dad told him like before he went like crazy and like you know offed himself was basically like historians like his picture that you were there was a survivor of the titanic that you were that you were interviewing and you you asked this person like when they started telling you what was happening you you don't say and exactly when did that happen you want to know how they felt during that time you know yeah. what i mean that's what you're archiving is mm -hmm. how they felt because it's like, yo, yeah. dude, like, who gives a fuck what time that happened? You know what I mean? Like, who gives a fuck? It's all about the like the way we archive things should just all be about vibes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, it's it's insane. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's what I was saying about like with your dreams and like trying to understand your dreams better. You have to understand the feeling, not the not the plug or whatever it is you're doing in yeah. the dream. Hundred percent. Yeah. <sighs> so true so true well dude man uh thank you so much for coming through man like like it's uh it's been a it's been it, but yeah to i gotta say it, it was a huge pleasure right anytime I, yeah i fucking love I it i admire yeah. what you guys do a lot you guys are like no my, thank you my favorite you know it's every time i listen it i think i said it one time it's like uh or i t tweeted at you or something like or i responded I'm like I always feel a little bit less crazy, you know, when I listen to a rare candy <laughs> episode because it's sometimes you feel, you know, you have these weird ideas and you feel like you're, you know, alone, and then you're like, oh, okay, wait, no, there's other people out there that are, hell yeah, that are like on this vibe. Mm -hmm. so, no, likewise, the, yeah, yeah, the feelings mutual. It's truly like it's it's uh, you know, 
it, it, you want to when you start a, a show like this and like this is not how we started it this is not what we started doing but it was something that we we knew that was available to be done as far as like let's get weird as fuck like it's we kind of went through like this really weird slow not to be honest boring apocalypse that we just went through as far as like culture and society over the last three years and and it was you know like it, it wasn't a collab it wasn't like this like dramatic thing and it's like you start to realize that's probably how most things happen in history we just get the dr- dramatized version of it and it's like we we witnessed like a lot of events happening every day but when we look back on it we're kind of like uh so there's one direction it's like do you want to be normal again because have you seen what normal is i've seen what normal is right now not not for me it just isn't like it's it's that's not like trying to be cool or anything it's just not for it's not for me so i want to get weirder but not like for no reason either i want to get weirder in a sense that like the truth's out there and that if normal is being this kind of like neutered kind of like compressed human being that's unable to really tap into what like god gave us you know what i mean like god gave us so much more than what we use and if we're what i've come to realize is that like you got to get a little bit weird to find out everything that humans can do so mm-hmm. um that's that's kind of the, the mission statement of the show going forward at least yeah hell yeah hell yeah so um everybody make sure that we you uh you check out the sub stack um there's a lot of cool stuff on there a lot of uh a lot of doing gain of fiction all types of stuff like that we're um sai has been writing his ass off um we have a new piece from uh from aiden mcmahon on autism which is phenomenal um i i want everybody to go over and check that out um uh, stuff that we had been talking about on here but when you put a nice long form piece to it it's it really feels like the take on that is complete um so everybody go check that out there's free and paid options on there um both with their own benefits of course and um what, what's your twitter dude what's your handle i always forget what your handle is let's see me yeah you oh sensitive sensitive <laughs> sensitive sensitive, un- sensitive underscore sensitive. jock make sure you follow him. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's so cool man it's so yeah we'll cool. have to get into sports sometime uh, dude, I'm so uh, you, you, you don't fucking tell me twice, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, shit. Yeah, exactly. We'll have to do that. We'll definitely have to have you on again sometime. Well, I like I like putting a giving a project because I you know when I heard you on TPN, you did a really good job summarizing ABC's The Family from the '70s. So I was like, well, this guy oh, can handle it. definitely definitely a movie. You know what I'm saying? Just one movie will be nothing to this guy now because that was a whole series. So. So yeah, I always feel a little like you guys are so good at <laughs> that's you guys are so good at talking. I, I feel like yeah, a little self conscious always, but that's another thing I admire. But uh, you guys are putting nah, you're better at like, doing the that's the important thing. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, like, you're better at doing, <laughs> finding doing what we, we're doing. We're trying to get on your level, like through this, like you're bit like like I'm Bruce Willis in the airport watching you forage. I'm the kid Bruce Willis watching you forage. And I'm like, look, he's foraging. That's what I want to do. I mean, it's, it's a much happier ending, of course, like my vision of this, but like, I'm just like, dude, like we we just want to do that. Um, We'll get you again. We'll get you back on sometime. We'll, we'll, um, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely the first of many. So um, yeah, Evan, thank you so much. Everybody have a safe week. We'll catch you guys next time.